This AV Nation Women in AV Wavecast, we discuss that for the first time in the industry, Cedia and Avixa have elected women as a majority of their new board of directors. That and you'll hear some surprising and interesting uh, responses to a discussion online from folks about whether or not it's okay to cry at work. All this and more on this Wavecast episode. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation's Wavecast. Building a better tech world. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to AV Nation, Women in AV Wavecast. We are your industry's only uh, woman-focused podcast where we talk about things that matter to you, learn from the female leaders in our industry, and um, continue to grow and recognize what it means to be female uh, in a male-dominated tech industry. So we're really excited to have with us today Heather Sidorowitz. Um, the CDA Board of Director, I mean, phenomenal. CDA Board of Director, business, female business owner, a multi-award winning leader in our industry. So Heather, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. Oh, no problem. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, and it's, uh, it's a pleasure. Yeah, great. Happy holidays. Are, are you excited and ready for those? Um, I don't think I'm ever ready. It's it's a pretty crazy time of year, but this year I'm definitely doing better at taking it in bite-sized pieces and trying not to get overwhelmed by everything. It's just, you know, running from place to place. Right. It, from a business perspective, is it also that you guys, like, year-end, December 31st is, is a pretty crazy time as, as business owners. I worked for the government, so we were always on the June 30th. We were sort of yeah. off of that, but... We are, we are uh, with calendar year, so it is end of year for us. Um, we beat our numbers from last year already, so that's fantastic. Um, and we've had our holiday Christmas party, and we're winding down some jobs, and we're already scheduled out into 2020. So we are in a good place. We're actually this year going to go dark or shut down between Christmas and New Year's, which has always been a dream of mine. Um, last year, I did the same thing, except two days before Christmas, I had some crazy pain. And that turned out to be appendicitis, and I had my gallbladder removed. So it wasn't really quite the vacation I was hoping for last year. <laughs> this year, no matter what, this year is going to be better. No, no matter what, this year is going to be better. <laughs> never a dog. Yeah, cool. Well, yeah, keep chugging along. That's mm -hmm. great. Well, you know, I really I thank you for for being here today. Um, I'm really excited to talk about like two topics with you that um, you are really you know intimately involved in and also know so much about I before we get started you know I wanted to um, acknowledge um, the passing of our women in AV UK founder Abigail Brown um, she passed uh, early November 8th uh, from uh, terminal uh, bowel cancer She's, yes, uh, she was my age, she was 43, so, um, and she was one of the most healthy people, you know, it just, it's, there's so many things about it, but, you know, the, the world really lost just a beautiful, beautiful human being, and um, everything that she meant to women, the um, achievements, absolutely everything that she did was phenomenal, and, 
you know, the, the most important thing that we can do is, is never let anybody forget her and, you know, continue to do things in her honor and, you know, being more like her. It's really important to me that I wanted to make sure to thank the actual industry. I've personally, you know, I find our industry so unique um, as, you know, different than a lot of tech industries. And Absolutely. The, yeah, and the, the overwhelming um, support and comfort and just acknowledgement from absolutely far and wide all over the world is, is a testament to who she was, but it really just also, it, it, it brought so much comfort and gratefulness, you know, and strength. Um, so I just wanted to make sure to, you know, tell everybody, uh, thank you. And the, uh, incredibly fortunately, there's a group of original uh, women in AV UK members, um, you know, men and women who have been with Abby since the beginning. And, you know, it's really humbled and privileged that they've all come together and will carry forward uh, the torch for her. The Daily Do, um, they raised money at their gala uh, on her behalf for the hospice that took care of her. So they raised $3,000, you know, wow. recently, like on in her name. So, um, you know, and there'll be more news to come. They're working on ISC um, show plans and, and things like that. But I just really wanted to acknowledge that and say thank you to to anybody that's listening and everybody that's, that's I didn't watching. have the pleasure of knowing her, um, but it sounds like we can honor her and her strength by just being out there and not afraid and challenging the status quo. Um, you know, it's, she sounds like an amazing woman. Yeah, she really was. And, and she would want us to do that. So that's like, you know, it's like, for me, it's like, you know, it's, if you ever feel doubt or if you ever feel like you might not be able to do something, think of Abby. You know, just think about her and what she would She'll do. She'll be our like, AV with spirit. <laughs> yes, she is. A wave legend. Awesome. So cool. Thanks. So being that, uh, you know, moving on to like something that's really special also about our industry. I was so jazzed um, this year. And, you know, it's something you really know a lot about. For the first time, and I believe in the history of our industry, but also I don't know anywhere else in the world that I've noticed, um, the CDA Board of Directors had their, and Avixa also had their um, yearly elections for uh, Board of Directors. Now, Heather, you are a Board of Directors, so I'm really excited to for hear you. For just a smidge longer. Um, so yeah. I was the first female since the 90s on that board. But as you, I don't want to steal your thunder, but what's happening as I'm leaving? Go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and that, that's like, that's so phenomenal to me um, that, you know, it went from just you for the first time, I think in 12 years. Yeah, it was way too years. long, way too long. That, yeah, that's amazing. So you are, so for people that are tuning in, um, you are the board of director, you were elected to the board of directors for last year for the 2019-2020. And then this year, um, membership elected, there were four women that actually ran, and they actually elected three out of the four new board of director positions as women. All, like, so three out of the four actually won. And what's really interesting also in comparison, they didn't um, elect as many, but Avixa also elected a majority of two out of the three women that were by membership elected into these positions, um, the next upcoming uh, you know, board of directors. So, I mean, what do you just, what do you make of that? I think it's Besides great. Being awesome. <laughs> I think it's great, right? To, to be out there and be the change. And the reason I, I ran was because it hadn't happened. And I'm a big proponent of 
putting your money where your mouth is. So I was actually the 2018, 2019. So my, my membership will end at the end of this calendar year. Um, but I, I elected some females myself, or not elected, but I had nominated um, some females myself to make sure that they were going to run and then, you know, spoke to them on the sidelines about what to expect. Um, and I'm thrilled that there will not be one, but multiple females on the board as I, um, you know, go into the CDS board sunlight, sun, sunset. <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> First woman in 12 years. I mean, that's phenomenal. And, you know, um, what does that say to you? Because, you know, for me, one of the like, and again, like so special about our industry is that here is 75% of the, the professionals that were actually elected represent on a good day on a good poll survey, maybe 15% of the industry. So, so what does that say to you about, and especially because, you know, on the CDS side of things? For me, it's about, it's always about, about perspective. I think that, that any board that's all one way or another is skewed, right? So it's scientifically proven that men and women see things differently physically differently. When we walk into the room, we take in a room differently. When we are doing a quote, we're going to look at that differently. So for it to be skewed one way to all men for so many years, it's not giving a true, you know, it's not giving a true um, view of the entire industry. And so I think that maybe we're finally getting finally understanding that um my husband works with all females so i think that that can be just as wrong as all men so i think that it's important to have both seats at the table um because i think that the end user whether that's a membership or whether that's a client um ha having both men and women in your business is going to give you a better solution overall Right. That's awesome. So uh, you, having experienced it and having, you know, I mean, you know, just firsthand what kinds of decisions are being made there, you know, what, what, what conversations are happening that are, you know, really kind of different. Uh, what do you, when you look ahead and you see that there's going to be, you know, three women that are sitting at that table. Plus, I mean, it goes without saying, I mean, briefly talked about this, but Cedia as a trade organization, I am beyond stoked and to see what the future brings because their CEO, um, Tabitha O'Connor, she was the acting, um, you know, CEO, but now in, uh, I think it was 2018, she was made the permanent CEO. So th there really is a significant like majority. How do you see that like different sort of perspective playing out in the decisions that are being made having been there? Uh, or right, let me ask you this, this other question. When you get to that level, of decision-making and, and conversations, do you actually recognize a difference between the way that men and women sort of look at things and, you know, what, what's of a priority to them? Hmm. Well, um, so in my tenure, um, and, I, and let me preface this by saying any opinions are of my own, not of the board. The board only speaks as one, so it's very important to say. Um, <laughs> and it was a great learning experience for me. I learn and i've been on I've, I've been on boards before this is my first international board uh, one of our meetings each year was in london which was phenomenal um because we are in, an international association um 
And during my tenure, it was, uh, my first year was I was the only female. The second year, Melanie came over from EMEA. She was not elected in at that time. She was brought in, um, and now she's been elected for another two-year term. And she's phenomenal. Um, but I think, I, I, I'm really, I wish I could almost be a fly on the wall during this next term with more females because I think that there is some solidarity and strength in numbers. And um, again, I think it's about perspective. Um, it's, it, it sometimes can be a, a tougher fight. Um, these were some of the people who have been in the industry for a very long time and were in very, we're moving forward in a way they always had and not used to being questioned. So I think uh, it will be interesting to see where all that goes. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I can't wait. And what, what advice do you have for, you know, when I, I mean, Larry, most generally, you're one of my like favorite like women and professionals like in, in everything just over the years, I mean, being the business owner, being the award winner, being just so warm and, you know, engaging in, you know, the industry, but as well, I'm you know, just take you and put you in my pocket. Yeah, you know, like, but it's very generally like, you know, for women to be able to see that and then also making these decisions that are influencing like the future, what advice, I mean, plus you're a mom, right? And, and you have, you're married and you do have a you appendicitis, you know, I mean, like what advice do you give to somebody that aspires to be where you're at, but looks at, you know, saying like, oh my God, a board of directors, I couldn't necessarily do that if she's a female. You know, do it anyway. Do it anyway, right? So it's not that I don't get scared or timid or be up. I have all those feelings too, but it's about doing it anyway and and understanding that the tough stuff is often much more valuable than the stuff that comes easy to you. I'm a big believer in life begins at the edge of your comfort zone. And there's a place we all like to be comfortable and warm and fuzzy and that's great and that's good for your soul. But to push yourself and get out there and do things that you're not used to is the only way your life is going to change. This year I accidentally took up running and I'm not a, I'm the most <laughs> non running person. You've, I'm a yogi person. I like, right. but I, I did that and it's not something that I'm comfortable with and it's but I'm learning to enjoy it. I know it's really good for me. I want to live a long time. I want to be a healthy weight. I want to, you know, I want to be there for my girls. But I wouldn't know that if I didn't do it, if I didn't push myself to get out of the house to do it. I think that we have to really push ourselves to experience things that we're not comfortable with. And that's where growth comes from. And that's where change comes from. Um, if we just continue with our day-to-day -day and kind of complain, you know, oh, it's the holidays and it's so hard and it's so stressful, well, yes, that's absolutely true. But what makes you happy? Maybe it's sneak off to a coffee shop by yourself and have a cup of coffee or your favorite sandwich or watch a show with your kids, even though the laundry's not done. Or, you know, we have to feed, we have to find a balance. And I'm struggling all the time. I don't have it down, but to feed your soul, but also push yourself. I think that's important, whatever you do. So when it's, you know, I'm going to a board and the first meeting I went to was two years ago this January. It was scary, and I mean, in all honesty, I don't know if I'll get in trouble for saying it, but I was yelled at in that meeting. It was not a happy place. I'm really glad I did it. Um, you know, it, it's that you have a magic power in your perspective, and just because you don't see it the way that that entire table does does not mean that you are wrong. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes, it, you know, it's, it's so interesting. That's really great advice, and, it, you know, one of the things that it's, I've certainly tried to learn so much myself is, you know, 
sometimes when you're the only one that thinks some way is how you know that you're actually right. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, like being able to come to, to the sort of, you know, the, the comfort and like security in that, like sometimes the most right things in this world end up making you alone. I look you know, at it as and, the, the, the men have just been in the industry longer. It's just fact. Women had, weren't in the work world as long as men, right? There's no better or worse. There's no verses. It's, that's a fact. So they got to build the house the way that the businesses currently run. They got to build the house. Well, now in 2019, almost a new decade, 2020, we have the opportunity to remodel it. We have okay. the opportunity to change the way the house was built. Um, and that can be through not making someone feel bad that works for you if they have to go and pick up their sick kid. We have a room at the office that if you have to pick up your sick kid and maybe they're not that bad, you can go upstairs and lay on a couch and watch Netflix on a flat screen TV. And so you might still have, you know, get your work done. And also you're there for your kid. I, I think that we get to change the rules a little bit. And again, not in a versus, not in a better than, in a let's work together to create a better world. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. Well, you know, and it's so interesting because it, you say that and that sort of like, you know, ties into like our next topic of conversation, which is, I mean, this one just, I loved this one. Um, you posted a um, question on Twitter that really had such a fantastic uh, response and such an interesting and, and uh, response. So, you know, I really wanted to follow up on that. You posted on Twitter a question to women in AV and AV tweets, you know, whether or not, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it was whether or not it was okay as women to cry at work. Correct. So right, cry publicly at work was, was the gist of what I was trying to go with the question. Right. And so and, I didn't want to lead the witness with that question of what my thoughts were. And it was fascinating to see what those answers were. Do you want to say what you want to talk about that? No, yeah, absolutely. Go for it. I want to, I want to hear your thoughts about like what the response is. So I the response the same yeah. was, was and, and you tell me if you took it the same way, but the response was from most men that they felt it was completely all right for women to cry um, at the workplace in front of other coworkers. From the women, it could go either way. It was more of a 50-50 split, but most of the women, or I would say 50% of the women felt it was not okay, and some were okay with it, depending on the situation. If there was a death or a tragedy, then by all means. Right. But if it was work-related, then don't do it. Now, my personal take, and maybe it's, I'm 42 years old, maybe it's when I grew up, but I feel it's inappropriate. I think that anger from men and crying for women are the same, in my perception, that either one is inappropriate publicly at the workplace, just for a man to throw something across the room or to punch a wall or to yell, which is a big display of emotion. It's just as inappropriate as a female when you give a constructive criticism in the office that she would start to cry. I think, excuse yourself, go to the ladies room, shed a tear, put on your big, big panties and get back out there. Um, but not everybody felt that way. So I really thought it would have gone that I would have been in the majority, but I actually was in the minority. So it's, it's kind of a fascinating, you know, world we're in right now. Yeah, it is. And I was so glad that you asked that question because, 
you know, it, it was something that so many people had such a, a personal and strong feeling about. They did. They felt um, it was, some people felt it was, you know, it's human to cry. So you should just do it as you need to. And I look at it as, you know, I, I've cried at work before, not often. I mean, I've had, you know, wicked customers, but I've excused myself, shed the tears and gone back. <laughs> right, right. Well, and it's funny that you also mentioned like generational because with around the same age and, um, I feel the same, I feel the same exact way as you do. I, I often try to like, you know, wonder if, you know, with like the last generation of people that had to be home before the street light on, right? You know, that's exactly when I had to be home. <laughs> yeah. And I, I didn't have a cell phone until I first moved to Silicon Valley 20 years ago and got a job. You know I mean? That was like, and I had a pager. Correct. So, Me too. You know, the, I, yeah. It was interesting. But then on the other hand, like you said, um, there were a lot of men who felt really strongly that it was okay. And I was, you know, I was, I thought it was the sweetest thing that, you know, um, that they, that they felt passionately about like, um, being able to, you know, display emotion at work. Um, I, you know, so I think some people, some people, cause I have read to remind a few people, like we're talking about work here, right. You know, because it's like, there was a, there's a bit, and it's easy, like, you know, with 140 characters, how many there are to sort of like take an interpretation of that question. Um, I wondered, and maybe your thoughts about this, you know, when I thought about like, well, why would men feel so much more strongly that, you know, it's okay. And it almost like made me ask myself, well, is that because they don't necessarily understand what it's like to be, you know, a woman in, I, in that environment? I also think that sometimes women are, are toughest upon ourselves, right? So unfortunately we somehow times don't lift each other up. Um, so there's a balance to it because I think that the woman boss to a female employee, if it, again, if it's not tragedy, it's just, I'm giving you constructive criticism and you're crying. Um, I think the woman might look at that as weakness. And is that a problem with society? Um, and when you and I were having some of this conversation, I brought up um, to kind of like bring this over to the Me Too movement um, that currently on Apple TV Plus, there's a TV show called The Morning Show. I've never had a TV show that I've paused in the middle before to have like deep discussions with my husband. Um, it revolves around, um, it actually looks a lot, seems a lot like the Today Show, what happened with Matt Lauer and getting um, rid of men and, and um, you know, what, what constitutes going too far. It, it's a really interesting place we're in right now. And then to add another layer to that, how do you then raise your children, right? To, to say, what is consent? Um, you must be very clear in your consent and consent in this day and age, you know, versus not say no, but I didn't want to later. It, it's, right. you know, so I, I think that kind of crying thing, it, it, it's a small part that ties in all the way probably to the other side. Um, yeah. I think I said like 17 topics there. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's so cool. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and, but I think it's like, you know, one of the things I've heard you say, and, and it's just so true, you know, um, throughout like what we've talked about, it's, you know, we are in such an interesting time, you know, um, because, you know, it's, we are not the way that things were and had always sort of been, but we're not quite far enough where, you know, we're starting to see like, you know, with the CDO board of directors, but you know, that new foundation that you're talking about building, that new house, and, and it's sort of like how it's gonna be different. And, and for me, that's actually, you know, when I think about like women in AV in 2020, um, you know, the things that, you know, you and I are talking about and have like started to talk about, those are the types of things I really want us as an industry, but you know, to focus on like, how do we wanna be like in 2020? How do we wanna, 
like, what does it mean to lift each other up? Because that's really sometimes, you know, it's like we can be like, you know, we have our own sort of insecurities and fears, you know, about as women as a whole, we need to sort of look at, you know, and um, so we have this like really great opportunity to, to build that future, but it's really important and critical that we're, we're building it in a way that is going to have lasting and sort of meaningful um, you know, progress, because one of the things that I thought was interesting in the, the response um, to your question was there was uh, a younger female who actually said, well, why are you even asking this question just to women? Is it, you know, is it, is it right, just like, is, right. why is women? And, yeah. And I thought that that was so interesting. And it never even would have occurred to me to, to open it up. Right. And, and, you know, and it was, so somebody that has a, a different generational experience wouldn't necessarily sort of understand, you know, what that, that struggle for women, like in generations before us, even, and like that we're working on in, in our, in ours, um, have faced about sort of that, that criticism of, you know, showing, you know, emotion at work, whether, whether it's crying, you know, whether it's, you know, being called bitchy because you're trying to be assertive. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and there, we're going to constantly still probably battle those names that name calling for a while but when you say what can we do moving forward to a new decade the 2020 and when i say lift each other up i mean when you see it and someone say does it. it well say something right yeah. so if you're at a meeting and a female's assertive and runs a great meeting say afterwards you did a great job versus that because that's what feeds our, our our insecurities is thinking oh they all hated me or it's lonely when I'm trying, it's lonely at the top, that kind of mentality. But if we prop each other up and say, great job. Thanks for being out there. Thanks for being vulnerable. Thanks for sharing the fact that you don't have it all together either. I'm always trying to be careful to say that just because I do these things doesn't mean that I, I know what I'm doing. It's just, I kind of let it all mesh together. So even when we're on this podcast, I'm getting a text from my one daughter that says she's working, she's walking with a friend, right? There isn't the separation, and it took me a while in my career to learn that, that I thought that business had to be on one side and personal on the other and never the two shall meet, when really it's, it's all together and it's a big mushy mess and you prioritize and know what you want in life and think, you know, if, if I found out that I had cancer tomorrow, what would I want my legacy to be? Who would I, how would I want to be remembered? And then live that true life. Right. Yeah. It'll be so interesting. And, and, you know, yeah, like you said, it's just, being able to see it and say it like in a positive way, um, you know, that when, when people do good and, and feeling you exactly your point, it's one of the things I think that holds us back most in life, regardless of whether you're a man, whether you're a woman, you know, age or what have you is when you feel alone, mm. you know, when you, when you feel as if nobody understands, you know, nobody will be able to, especially around this relate. time of year, I think it's really hard for people if they think, man, it's the holidays. I'm supposed to be so happy. When if you took a poll, most people are most stressed <laughs> this time of year, not happy. <laughs> but it's when you don't get that, you know, it's, it's especially in this day and age with social media and everyone's posting beautiful Instagram photos, you think, well, why is my life like that? So I, I think it's, it is important to say, you know, we're all a mess too and uh, we're here for each other and let's tell each other how amazing we are, men, women, all together and stronger together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one of the, the most important things that I've, you know, always like, you know, felt about women in AV um, and really helping women to say like, I want to 
that organization to be the place where people aren't afraid to take risks or make mistakes because there are none. You know what I mean? No matter what happens, no matter what goes on, it's like, it's going to be fine. We're good. You know, we'll, we'll figure it out and you know, we'll make it, we'll make it better and keep progressing because I know, you know, when we talk about, you know, whether, you know, losing your job, like, you know, there's, there's certain, there's different things that people have to weigh when you talk about like their life being so happy or anything, you know, it's like, maybe I want to get out of this job, but I have a family to support and things. So, you know, yeah, it's, I come from the government side of things. So my whole mentality is, you know, keep my personal and professional life separate. And, you know, I mean, that's, that's just, I didn't even give my mother, I didn't even give my mother my email address because I I didn't want to, I know I felt bad, but it was like, I didn't want to like get, uh, you know, that chain email, you know, it was just, I really take that stuff like, you know, really seriously. Um, But there was also like, like I said, like, you know, really sort of lonely. So, you know, the ability for us and, and with diversity and, and with, you know, the industry and, and things like that, that we're doing in the next year, NSCA has their Ignite and their career trying to get new young, young people right. being able to see these women in like Cedia. I mean, we have, you know, we have a really special, special industry and, you know, like the way that we are going to move forward, it's, it's a really, really exciting time. So um, I asked you like, you know, to sort of do, um, you know, things like that, like more in like the future. And, you know, I, I really think that, you know, those are the kinds of questions that up until this point, it, maybe like, you know, you're, you're very like open and, you know, it, it gives a podcast a sense yesterday. Of- I was called sassy, but I took that as a compliment. It was meant to be a compliment. Yes. I am sassy. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I've been thinking like lately with I'm talking to my therapist about being like, what's the real me? And I'm like, I think I'm a wild card. There you, you go. <laughs> like sassy and like, you know, those, so those kinds of things, you know, but what, like, do you think that the industry and like people are like more responsive? Cause those are sort of the topics that are a little bit taboo. Like, you know, asking that, um, you know, like, what do you think about like people moving forward? Is it, is it a sign of the time or is it, do you feel like we have to move people as, as leaders or what if like, you know, suggestions you have for leaders of the industry, do we have to move people in certain directions and push them out of their comfort zone or will they go there themselves? That's a great question. I, I hope, my hope is that they go there themselves. I, I think that with, with leadership, with both men and women at the table, it, I think it will change perspective. You know, I, I've always was interested in the CDA land, in the residential land, that it was dominated by men, but often the purse strings often was was okayed by the female at, at home. So it it was interesting to me that you, you you would want someone to be able to have that conversation with to say, hey, you know, it's not just about that your lighting can turn on and off by a beautiful touchscreen. It's about the color temperature of that lighting and how does it make you feel? Or when and when you get up at six o'clock in the morning, what if that light was already on to a dim, happy setting. What if when you played music at five o'clock and during witching hour, when you're trying to get dinner on the table and the kids are screaming, what if they were just a little bit better? Why we should, that should be the story we tell. It's very intimate on the residential side. It's very vulnerable. People are in your home. They're cutting holes. They're, are they cleaning up? Did the dog get out? It's, and, and yet we've always looked at it from a, a boxes, big speakers sort of direction. So I think that if we can, if we start and continue to sell it from solution-based, story-based, quality of life-based, 
you know, Julie Jacobson and her awesome stuff about biophilia, like that's been on my mind a lot. It is true that we spend 90% of our time in, inside. How do we make that better? How do we feel better, right? How do we, how does my soul better? So, uh, yeah, so I, I think that, yeah, it, it's, I think with both sides at the table, I think the whole land can be better. Both residential side, for sure, because it's intimate. I feel the same way commercially because the lighting makes a difference in your uh, classroom. It makes a difference in your corporate setting, in your boardroom, and in your office. All that stuff makes a difference there, too, how I feel, because I spend more time there than I probably spend at home. So I think that there's certain movement that still needs to happen. Um, I don't know if we can push anyone to change, but we can keep preaching about it. We can keep reminding yeah. them. We can hope to change their perspective. Yeah, well, that's interesting. And that's, you know, that's something that, you know, now again, you know, that five, and, and I've got to like make sure that I say that like five women were elected between um, CDA and Evix, but then there were also other women appointed to leadership to um, board of directors by the actual board of directors themselves and the leadership council. So, you know, this, this, I'm really excited to see Change like how this goes. It'll be time, like, you know, it's like to, to see sort of, you know, what happens and, and it opens up and, you know, again, I, I think it's a real testament and we should, should always say about the men in our industry and, and why they're so different. Like, you know, we talk about like being dominated um, by male and things, but I do find that there's Maybe a difference. Maybe dominate is the wrong word, right? Because I don't feel that in our part. industry. No, no, no. I say it too. We're, it's a male dominated industry, but maybe we have to learn. Maybe we have to learn to use different words because um, it's true in the sense there are more men in this industry than women, but we are lucky enough, blessed enough to have some phenomenal male figures who want to see change, who want women They're to rise. The way. Yeah, yeah, for our organization, Tim Albright. He's you know, he's phenomenal. the first supporter of women in AV, and he has been like the consistent, not only just like the dearest, dearest friend, but, you know, consistently women has always, every opportunity and resource, he's just genuinely. A, our industry as a whole, I've traveled to so many of these shows by myself. I've never felt threatened. I've gone to parties where it's, you know, <laughs> 10 to 1 ratio, I, I've always felt safe. So I, I think that that's a huge play on who is in our industry and the great people that we're surrounded by. I'm just saying, you know, seats at the table are important. And what can they do? They can hire women. They can seek them out. They can say, this is a great industry to be part of. Um, come, come aboard. Yeah, I love it. 2020, 2020 Ooh. wave goals. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be exciting. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. I mean, I really appreciate you taking the time and, you know, definitely for folks that are, that are tuning in state, like let us know, you know, let my, um, Heather is at, um, tech underscore chi, uh, on Twitter. And so, you know, let her know if there's questions that you want to ask or if there's like tag her, tag women in AV and, you know, we're really going to look forward to, um, you know, next year and, and having more of these conversations. I want to congratulate you most specifically, like really truly is amazing. The first female in 12 years on the CD of board of Thank directors. You. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, you've always shown the way you've always led by example. And we really, you know, when I talk about like the A team of women, we couldn't be more lucky and grateful to have women like yourself who are, you know, doing it all and showing the way that, you know, you can also be human. 
<laughs> you know, I'm honored to be barking, part of this crazy dog barking the whole time. <laughs> so thanks, Heather. How can people get in touch with you? Self Pound AV and everything. Yeah. So yeah, company um, address, uh, email address is South Town A as an Apple, V as in Victor dot com. Um, all the social media platforms, of course. Twitter, you mentioned Tech underscore Chi. Um, yeah, hit me up and let's uh, start a conversation. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. We want to wish everybody a happy holidays, a Happiest safe holiday. of holidays. Yeah, absolutely. And go out there Enjoy and tell it. a female that she's doing great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. And, um, you know, take the time off and, and really rejuvenate, you know, that, that spirit, that mind. So when 2020 comes. Perfect. Thanks. All right, everybody. We'll look forward to seeing you in 2020 and more to come. Thanks, Women in AV. Bye.